Hey, what's going on, everybody? Welcome back. Another episode of the Droid Life Show. Episode 36 tonight. I'm your host, Kellen. With me, as always, Tim, Ron, and Eric. Everybody say hi real quick. Hey, guys. How's it going? Tim here from You Know What? Droid Life. This is Ron. <laughs> hey, it's Eric. <laughs> from You Know What? <laughs> so we're extra excited because it's National Cheeseburger Day. Oh, and uh, I think I'm the only one sans cheeseburger so far. Actually, Ron, no, you're not going cheeseburger tonight? No. Do you eat meat at all? <laughs> oh, yeah, I do. Okay. Just, not just, just no cheeseburger tonight. Not all right, so tonight. if you haven't had a cheeseburger yet, you should probably do that. But anyways, <laughs> on to Android Talk. We've got a lot of stuff going through as far as Nexus 5 goes. We've seen it at FCC, at a random bar with uh, paraphernalia laying around in benchmarks. Uh, Tim and I have done a G2 review. Cyanogemod, big news going on there, going uh, corporate, essentially. Verizon's having some issues with the Nexus 7 LTE, which we'll touch on. Uh, we talked about upgrading phones and keeping unlimited data earlier in the week. Google Wallet for everyone, sort of. Lots of stuff going on. Oh, BBM finally this weekend. But let's uh, let's finally, <laughs> yeah, finally. So let's start this off though, talking about the Nexus Five, just because every time we mention the word Nexus Five, people just go, "Oh my God, Nexus Five! I can't wait!" Even though it's not coming to Verizon, more than likely. So we saw it last week. The FCC screw up big time. There was, uh, well, I guess I should say LG submitted a change to the LG G2 on Verizon in the FCC filing. And instead of posting pictures of the G2, the FCC actually posted pictures of the new Nexus. And we've seen exactly, well, I guess I should say it was an early prototype, so things could change slightly. It'll obviously look a little bit different, probably more polished, because it doesn't look that pretty in these FCC docs. But anyways, we got side looks at it, front looks at it, top, bottom, back, you name it, we've seen exactly what the new Nexus is going to look like. So we got that. And then I believe it was Monday or Tuesday, Tim, you'll have to correct me on this, the The phone got found in a bar or something like that? How, what, what was the story there? With the, the phone essentially got found in a bar. Yeah, yeah, I guess uh, apparently it got found in a bar. Although I thought it was like a high school party because of the music yeah, going on and all like of the... Bar. Yeah, the language that was taking place in the background, I was like, this is offensive. And, um, yeah, so I thought it was a party, but, you know. Yeah, so the the story, the original story, I think 9to5 Google had it. They said it was at a bar, but you're right, it kind of looked like a party. Anyways, it's another phone, unreleased phone, that was found in a bar. People tried to... The funniest thing is there's two video clips where the guys are trying to unlock the phone, and they're, that's when they're swearing, cussing, and all that stuff, and they obviously don't get into it. Uh, but we got to see it again, and a, one really good picture, I think, with the flash on that shows a really good good look at it. But mm-hmm. it just kind of looks like the Nexus 4 a little bit with a matte finish on the back. Well, it looks like a small version of the Nexus 7. I mean, it's still got that oh, same yeah. like logo set up. I think that's maybe yeah. what you meant. But um, well, yeah, <laughs> it also looks like a Nexus <laughs> well, 4 with a matte so I would, finish. So I just say that yeah, the shape looks kind of like Nexus 4. But you're right; yeah, it, it really does almost look like a Nexus 7 with that matte finish, the sort of vertical Nexus logo, and all that. So anyways, it was at a bar, and then we also saw what we believe to be the device in benchmarks at GFX Bench, and it shows Snapdragon 800, which we fully expected, a 1080p display, that's not new. Talked, there's references of Keyline Pi, which is was essentially the code name for the new version of Android, which we all know now is KitKat. 
And I believe that's sort of what we know. But we know a lot, right? This phone hasn't been announced or anything, and we kind of know... I think we know enough to pretty much assume what we're getting come October, whenever it does come. Yeah. So, yeah. You know, the, the only thing we don't really know is the name. It could be Nexus yeah. 5. It could be Nexus 4 again, for all we You know, the Nexus 7 <laughs> was just the Nexus 7 again, so... And, and well, technically, the Nexus 4 is sold out. So, I mean, like, why n- why not just bring it back? But, like, have it be different. I mean, there's, like, I- iPads and stuff, iPad 2s and 3s. Like, you just rename it. It's, like, the yeah. same thing. It's just a name. What's in a name? Yeah. Who cares? Well, so. and the, the sources of ours that told us that the code name for it was Hammerhead, they also said that it's almost like a revamped Nexus 4 or the new Nexus 4. So I wouldn't be surprised if the phone was actually called Nexus 4 again, not Nexus 5 that everyone keeps referring to it as. Mm-hmm. And and if you think about it, last year the Nexus 4 had a 4.7-inch screen. They call it the Nexus 4. This one it has like a 4.97-inch screen or something. I guess That's still 4 in my book. Still 4, technically. <laughs> so we'll see. Anyways, we think we know just about all everything there is. We know it's coming with connectivity on Sprint, Timo, and AT&T. No Verizon in sight, unfortunately. Mm. I don't know. Mm. Any, anyone want to take a guess on price? So when uh, the Nexus 4 was in, initially introduced last year, it was 299 8 gig and 16 gig. What do you think they'll do this time around? Same price. Think it so? ain't changing. No way. They, they, found, so, they found a winner. They found a winner. They did with the Nexus Seven. They stepped up a little bit, right? They went to twenty nine to sixty nine, I think. Yeah. So what? They bumped it up like twenty bucks. Yeah, thirty. All 30 right, bucks. fine, fine. I'll give them twenty bucks, but like, no more than that. Come on now. I mean, I think it needs to be a competitor, and I think it's just ridiculous. I mean, that's that's kind of like what shocks the system of the smartphone buyer. They're like, well, I don't need to get a subsidized phone for 200 bucks on contract. I'll just buy one outright, and I, that's the way to do it. We've talked about this plenty of times. So. Yeah. Anyone else have a guess, price? My guess is the three, 349 for the 16 gig, and then maybe they won't, there won't be a 32 gig or something. I don't think they'll go as low as 8 gig again. That's just kind of ridiculous for a phone. I hope maybe, so, too. I hope you're, I, yeah, I hope you're right. No, no yeah. 8 gigs. I would have said that last year, though, too. I mean, yeah. Like we talked about when it first came out, storage is not that expensive anymore. So. Right. Right. Well, and they killed off, because there initially was an 8-gig Nexus 7, right? And they killed that thing off pretty quickly because it just made no sense. <laughs> so hopefully they yeah. won't do that again with the phone. So, yeah. October, probably. Late October is when we'll probably see it unveiled. I don't think you're going to be able to buy it before November. So. No. Yeah. Nexus 5. It's kind of exciting. It is kind of exciting. We like Nexus phones, Nexus devices in general. Of course. Let's get the crowds going. Mm. Uh, Let's talk about LG G2 briefly. We posted our review on it, and not a lot of bad things to say about it, other than just I personally don't like the button setup, especially on Verizon's version. So, Tim, you've had AT&T's version for a while. What do you think about the back button setup on that? Does it... Drive nuts or no? I've I've kind of gotten used to it. Like over the week and a half, I was really using the G2 to try and like you know get used to it. I got I got used to it because you know you kind of get used to tapping on the front and all that you know. And I take back anything else I said. Like when I take my phone out of the pocket, and this is something you learn just over time and experience with the device. At first, it may seem awkward, but you know the device and the size of it. When I pull it out of my pocket, my 
finger is actually laying on the back side right there, and I just hit the power button. I mean, what can I say? I'm sorry. I was a liar last week. I kind of like the G- <laughs> I kind of like the G2 now. Yeah. Although, me and Kellen talk about this all the time. We're like, are you back on the Moto X yet? And I'm just like, yeah, I'm kind of back on the X because that oh, phone is money. just yeah. That <laughs> I'm sorry, but the Moto X is where it's at. <laughs> Yeah, so I just had a problem, especially... Well, as I was writing the review, I went through this section where I was just trashing on the back button, and then I grabbed, because I also have the international variant sitting here, and I grabbed it, which is the same as the AT&T one, and the button situation feels completely different to Verizon. So Verizon changed it. They've turned it into three buttons, and you can't tell the difference between them with your finger on them. Now, with the international and AT&T version, there's like this sort of slope up to a hump and then slope back down, so volume on each side of this hump. With Verizon, there's actually three solid buttons, and you, I, I found myself having to turn the phone over to put my finger on the correct button and then hit it. And now, you can do the knock-on to you know turn the screen off and on, but just in terms of button, because I was trying to get situated with those, I couldn't do it, so... That was one of my only real complaints, other than the massive amounts of bloatware on both AT&T and Verizon versions. Oh, what, what, did, what did we get to? I got to 20 on Verizon. You had 18 or something? I had on. 18 or 19. I didn't count one of the... I don't think I counted, like, yellow pages, even though that is technically bloatware, so I had, like, 19. Yeah, so I would have counted that. So I guess you yeah. just put it at 20 then. <laughs> yeah, 20, why not? But the camera... <laughs> so, so obviously the display is amazing. Can't say enough good things about the display on it. So, no, you yeah. can't. The, the display and the camera, I think, are the two main selling points of this device. I mean, the screen's one of the best I've seen. And the camera, probably the best that I've seen so far. I'm still waiting to get a hands-on with the Note 3, which I'm expecting to have an amazing camera. But yeah. the G2, in terms of camera, takes the cake. The, the camera's really good. If you're looking for a smartphone with an amazing display, possibly the best ever so far, and one of the best smartphone cameras ever, this is one of the phones you should be really considering for sure. It's an Instagrammer's dream. And like, and I don't say that lightly. You know that. So Yeah, that's true. Yeah. You don't. No, I don't. <laughs> yeah, the only issues I had was just the, the button arrangement on Verizon is, is not good. The button arrangement on the AT&T version, you could probably get used to that. But then the finish of the backside, that glossy plastic that Samsung does too, it's just not good. That's not good at all. And I kind yeah, of wish there was a white version because then you could, couldn't see them. Probably can't see it, but it's nasty. It's gross. Yeah, it's pretty gross. It's yeah. not grody, though. Is it grody? Is it grody? No, I mean, well, it's not like, you know, you can't physically feel the grease on it, so technically, uh, grody to me is an added texture, and so it doesn't really add texture to the back. It just, uh, yeah. You know what I'm saying. Yeah, of Grody. Cool. <laughs> so, so yeah, G2, really good phone. And we've actually, it seems like a lot of readers have adopted it. We've had tons of emails, especially today when the both AT&T and Verizon versions got custom recovery. We got a ton of people letting us know about that. They seem to be pretty big fans of the G2 so far. I was kind of shocked about that. It seemed like a quick adoption of people yeah. jumping onto the G2, and I was like, say, what? Yeah, well, so. So we were we were talking about this earlier, and I remember when LG got the Nexus 4 last year, and there wasn't necessarily the warmest welcome. A lot of people weren't happy about that, G, uh, LG getting it. Now it seems to be different. People are fine with them building Nexus phones, and they obviously are adopting the G2, so things are changing for LG. Definitely. They've proven themselves, I think, a little bit. Yeah, they have. Although that software is terrible. So Just the look, I mean. <laughs> <laughs> their skin. See, I think their skin, their as as cheesy as it is, is still better than Samsung's. 
Oh, damn. No, yeah, I don't yeah, know. That's a, that's a no. low bar to... Shots fired. <laughs> that no, is see, a very low bar. I don't know. I guess maybe yeah. I've just gotten used to touch whiz, but... I mean, no, it's still don't... ugly. Don't get me wrong, it's ugly. Yeah. But I don't know if the yeah. G2 is just so all over the place in terms of, like, yeah. what am I doing here? Like... I should know. I should know. I should know how to navigate Android UI just fine. Having my experience with it, I still can't navigate the G two very well. Like, you just everything's hidden, and I hate that. So. Yeah, I got. I started to get used to it and just didn't mind it. I don't like all the sound effects that it does, just like Samsung's UI. But I, I found it to be. I thought it. I think it looks cleaner than Samsung. Samsung's. TouchWiz is so gross. It just it looks like gingerbread, and yeah, we're yeah. we're two two and a half years or something from gingerbread. So definitely, maybe, maybe it, more. I don't know. It's time for a revamp, at least in the color scheme. Like, give us something other than that green. You know, like anything. I don't care. Yeah, the weird blue with green and orange. Yeah. I think it's not a pretty thing. And I don't know. I don't really remember the Note 3. That was already a couple of weeks ago. But it's the same thing. I think same crappy TouchWiz. They haven't changed it at all. It hasn't changed at all. No. So. Uh, yep. <laughs> so, you guys want to talk about Cyanogen mod? This is kind of big news today, huh? This is huge news. Yeah, this is actually pretty big news. So, Cyanogen mod, April 2013, got took a round of Series A funding, $7 million, and they hired 17 people. Yeah. Hired 17 people full-time. They've got offices now in Seattle and Palo Alto, and they're the real deal now. They are Cyanogen Inc., and they make a Cyanogen mod app and ROM still, essentially, but they're called Cyanogen Inc., and yeah, kind of big. So lots of questions. People are wondering how are they going to make money off of this? How do you... Well, so essentially Cyanogen Mod is going to turn into an installer, an app installer that's going to be available through Google Play to sort of streamline the process of putting Cyanogen Mod on your phone. So people are wondering, are they going to charge for it? No, the app's going to be free. Hmm. How are they going to make money at this point, like any startup, since you could essentially call them a startup? They're saying, we're not worried about that right now. We just want to build our user base and grow, and there's millions of ways we could make money later. They haven't said millions, but they've certainly made it clear that there are ways they can make lots of money later on. And but they're not worried about that right now. So that's sort of where we stand. They did an AMA on Reddit today. I've read through some of it. Uh, what do you guys think? Let's just go around. I just want to hear initial thoughts when you heard that CM funded. Anybody? Ron, you want to share your uh, thoughts on that? Um, well, I think. I mean, my, my first reaction was just uh, that I, you know, like the whole idea of being able to install not not stock Android, obviously, but, you know, a version of stock Android kind of, for lack of a better term, um, on your device just from an app is something that Google should have done a long time ago. Um, and we saw some hints of them working on that before, back when uh, JBQ was still around. They were doing that with a Sony device, but... That obviously didn't get very far. Um, so, and right now it's just limited to um, unlocked devices, and they're talking about whether or not they'll expand that. But uh, at least with the app, obviously you can still do it manually or whatever. Um, so, I think, I mean, I think it's a, I think it's a cool idea um, to be able to do that. I think that will help expand the user base if you're able to just download an app from the Play Store, assuming it'll be in the Play Store for longer than 15 minutes. Um, so, you know, I mean, that's a that's a cool thing, even if it does get pulled, which I am very suspicious that it will. You know, side-loading apps isn't that hard. 
um, being able to just open an app and you know root and install everything. I mean, we've we've seen like one click roots and that kind of thing in the past, but being able to root and install everything all in one one app is pretty sweet. So I think it's a cool idea. I'd rather see Google doing something like that and working with manufacturers to just make that an option across the board. But um, you know, we'll we'll see how it goes. Uh, the whole we'll figure out how to make money later thing. I don't think it's a great idea. That doesn't work for most companies. Facebook so, did it. <laughs> Facebook sells ads, though. I mean, that's the big, you know, Facebook Twitter. has a ton of user data to sell ads against. Yeah, Twitter's IPOing and, and all that, but, yeah. you know, but they do day. ads. So yeah. I, don't, I don't know if I'd get a, I don't know if I'd use Sarangin Mod if it meant that, you know, have like a new ad on my lock screen or something like it's the Kindle or something, you know, like I'm, like that's how you make money right now. When you When you don't have a plan, you end up going to ads and, I just think that makes for a lousy user experience. So, well, the initial my initial thought was they have tons of data on all of their users, and you know we don't have valuable data can be, but well, if you if you opt in though, right? And yes, you have to. Opt they've in. they've said that they estimate that it's only about a third of users, which is still quite still a, quite a bit. Yeah. It's still quite a bit, but in terms of like being able to make money off of that larger group. Um, I mean, you've got to have a lot of opt-in, and then you've got to be selling ads, and do like that's a different kind of business than making a ROM. And you can like companies can do that, right? Like we've seen, like Amazon isn't about books anymore; like they're about way other things. When you think Amazon, you don't think online bookseller. So you can oh. do that, but it's difficult. You've got to have the talent. You've got to have, like there's a lot of work that goes into doing something like that. If that's the route you go, hopefully somebody at some point will eventually figure out how to make money without doing ads. But I don't know, selling a product. I don't know if anybody's tried that yet, but um, that seems to work for some companies. So I'd like I'd like to see somebody actually do that. I don't like honestly like if there is an option to say, hey, you can get like on your on your device, you pay fifteen dollars, you get this app, and it puts Sanjin Mod on there for you, you get updates and all that kind of stuff. I don't think people would be opposed to paying for that. Um, so and that's a very easy way to make money, and you don't have to say we'll figure it out later. You, there's your solution right there. So yeah, I think somewhere in the AMA that I was reading earlier, they talked about. Um, you know, like licensing some of the services they create to OEMs or other software partners, things like right. that. But so it's like, that if, option, you, if you do, like, that option's dying, though, right? Like, we're seeing Microsoft fail in the market because they're trying to do that against Android, which is giving yeah. it out for free, basically. Like, that model is going away. Yeah. We know that, like, that's coming. So, like, that's not, a, that's not a real option. I mean, if they want to be honest with themselves. Like, especially if you're an OEM and you're trying to decide which who you're going to make devices with, you're going to go with the free option. That's how people, like you have to cut costs somewhere. So if you can get something that's just as good or better for free and certainly more widely adopted and more desirable to users, like, they're going to go with that. So, Well, so it's interesting that you bring up an OEM because they apparently have an OEM partner already, and they're going to announce it next week. So <laughs> there's some sort of movement there already. We don't know who it is. I mean, we're, yeah, before before we went on air, we were trying to guess. Sony. I, educated guess. <laughs> it could very well be Sony. They're pretty open. At this point, to oh, I see. and they need to do something in the U.S. Yeah, that's they do. a nice way to do it. There's a few a few companies that need to do something to um, yeah. get back on track, if you will. So yeah. we know think... it won't be Samsung. <laughs> so no, yeah. Samsung. Well, I mean, the only reason I think Samsung <laughs> is because of um, what's his name? Internship. Yeah, Steven. You know. But I, th I think, in, in particular, you know, Sony was who was working with uh, JBQ to try and come up with a way to get Android to just work across the board on all devices. So that's having that history there that kind of, to me, makes it a little bit more likely. Otherwise, you just look at companies and go, okay, who is desperate to try anything? And that's every other OEM. So, you know, it could be anybody. Could be anybody. 
I'm so I'm, I'm just so over the uh, the cu- custom ROM stuff. I mean, I just feel that Android already operates just fine for me, like on the stock level when it's just pure vanilla, you know, not the added skin stuff. But I love Android and the way it's evolved over the years that I've been using it. Now it's really become like it's like my best friend, and uh, I've watched it grow. <laughs> and um, you you choose it. You choose stock Android from Google over CM. Yeah, probably, because every time that I have to think about a custom ROM these days, I mean, I haven't, all right, forgive me, I haven't tried Cyanage or any of the new builds or anything like that, but every time I think about custom ROMs, I think about jank, you know, bugs, all this other stuff that kind of comes with the territory, and I'm totally cool with that, that's fine, because if you want to deal with that stuff and have to make backups, I've made backups like a thousand times, I'm just tired of it, like I just want all the backups. <laughs> I just want a system that works, and I don't want to have to F with it. So I'm yeah. kind of like, I saw the news, and I was like, okay, this is great for the people that want to deal with that stuff still, possibly. You know, like, whether it's going to be a much simpler process, and they have, like, a partner, and it just, like, kind of comes with it, then that's great. You can, like, buy a phone with CM on it or whatever, because um, we don't really know what's, like, exactly happening yet. Um I'm excited to see what happens, but again, I love stock Android. I think it's really kind of turned into something that's really useful. Um, like I said, we've always needed to have those ROMs because it brought the extra functionality that we needed that Google didn't necessarily um, supply. So my point is, yeah, that's about it. <laughs> that's about it. I'm excited, but I'm not too excited yeah. just because I'm so far out of the game. Yeah, well, hopefully, I mean, them working with an OEM could, like, in particular, like trying to get it on onto carriers, that'll be their big thing. But especially if they're able to differentiate enough to say, "Hey, this is something that's different other than Android that you can put out there." That's why any carrier has Windows Phone really is just to say, "Hey, we've got something else besides Android and iOS." Yeah, so, I could never see like any of the big four doing that though. Maybe T-Mobile, like for if they well, were T-Mobile just, doesn't like, care, yeah. Yeah, but like Verizon would never throw on some like Maybe. custom ROM version of Android on their network. They no. Well, but if it's a, but if they're talking, and this is the weird, this is why I think Google's not going to let their app stay in there very long. If they're talking about becoming the third OS out there, which by the way is going to be difficult, especially if Amazon is indeed coming out with a phone, which seems to be the case. Um, like trying, like trying to do the first of all, first of all, you should never be the company that's shooting for third. That's like that sucks. Second of all, like. <laughs> That that means a lot of differentiation, you know. If you're if you're really gonna go for it and really want to make your product something that's gonna be appealing to people, I think you have to really differentiate it in a way that's gonna change it into something that's not Android anymore. Um, at, at least yeah. at least the way that people perceive it. Mm-hmm. And that's yeah. what I was like, like earlier, most people don't. Go ahead. Uh, you know, you were like, oh well, it'll be fifteen or twenty dollars to download the app, and then it'll install CyanogenMod, but. How would you explain that to somebody, you know, just the everyday Android user that doesn't care, you know? How are you going to get them to pony up that $20 when basically it's just another version of Android that they're installing on their phone that already works fine, you know? Well, that's the thing. Like, what so, does Cyanogenmod bring to, to Android that's not already there? Like, I'm sure there is a huge list, but I'm talking in reality, it's not... Had much like in, well, I mean, in it's noticeable a, there's, terms. There's not like a headlining think. feature where it's like, oh man, I really wish my phone yeah. could do that. No, sure, like you, yeah, you can add like six unlock 
you know, shortcuts to the... Which drives me crazy. Like, I hate Yeah, that. like, I think it's ugly, and, like, yeah. just who who cares, you know? Like, I get it. Have, see, that's what I mean, though. Having the added functionality, if you want it, is fantastic. Will someone pay for it? I doubt it. Sure, some people might donate, right. say, oh, thanks for the work, but, but I don't know about paying for it. But if you, can, if you can work in some partnerships and add in some things that are built in that people might find valuable... Um, Definitely. Then, then I think that's where they, you know, because like, well, for example, you know, Google comes out with Hangouts, but it's not integrated with text messaging. Well, having a service that's like available for everybody that does integrate text messaging and works out of the box in your phone, like that's why iMessage is a big deal because you don't have a separate app to go to. It's just in messages and it's there and it works. You don't do anything; it just goes. Like, so if they can offer things like that before Google can, like that's that's going to be the big thing. Can you beat Microsoft with Windows Phone? and Google with Android at their own game and put out feature like the few features that people are identifying that they want and be able to, you know, do that in a way that people, you know, are gonna say, you know what, I'm gonna make my next phone a say yeah, I'm just on phone. Yeah, like, totally. That's and they gotta do that fast and they gotta get in a fast and like get the stuff out fast and like they're running against the clock and that's that's gonna be a big I mean, it's gonna be a lot of hard work. Interesting. This will be kind of fun to watch unfold. I think it's definitely going to be fun. Next week when we find out the partner, and then once we see... Because the, the app's supposed to come... and they Well, they said the coming week, so it could be right. you know, one, two, three weeks. We don't really know. In Motorola time, that's like a month, so... Uh, yeah, we... There's a lot... There's a lot that could go on. I think... I think some of... I think we're underestimating a little bit of their... Of their power. We're talking millions of people that already use. Like, I think they reported eight million people that are just taking or have accepted their sort of data capturing all that stuff. They said there's probably two or three times that that are just using CM that haven't opted into that stuff. So I don't know how, I guess the big thing again comes back to how are they going to monetize it? Hopefully not scare everyone away. And then Ron, like you said, are they going to, is this going to become sort of, is this going to become like a fork of Android? Because if that's the case, then it's not really Android anymore. And you're going to, like you said, get kicked out of the play store. You don't have services. It'll be interesting to see how they do. I guess we'll really know once that app drops in the Play Store and we can see how it works. Because right now they're kind of they're kind of vague on how it all works. They did say that it's initially just going to support unlockable devices and devices that come unlocked out of the box. Uh, so you know, all Verizon devices aren't going to be able to use this new CM installer and stuff like that. Except the dev editions. Except the dev editions, yeah, which no one buys. So nope. So yeah, big, it's big. It's big news just to see someone that is a custom ROM go sort of mainstream, if you will. It's interesting. Yeah. And we've, we've kind of seen that in the past, like with uh, MIUI. It's just it hasn't really been stateside. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Interesting. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Fun stuff. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It'll, it'll be good to watch over the next couple weeks to see how it happens. So. And, you know, good for those guys. They have been doing it for a long time. So. Yeah, they have. Yeah, no, that's that's the, yeah. Hopefully, I'm not sounding too negative. Like, I'm excited about the prospect of it. It's just that's a it's big. It's just thing a lot of logistical things to think about. Yeah, you know? like that's that's not like a startup thing. That's the thing. Like, you've got to put in a ton of work. Yeah. So, I mean, I, I hope they're successful. I'd love to see more competition. I'd love to see somebody innovate, even if it's on top of Android and changing it into something different, like Amazon has done. Mm-hmm. Um, that hopefully performs a lot better than the Kindles ever have. But you know, like, it's just it's just a lot of work. So you know, but hopefully they do it. Yeah, and I don't, I don't think you're sounding too negative. I think we just all have questions. We want to know exactly how it's going to work. We want to know they're going to make money. We want to know what devices are supported, what's going to cost, what's not, what partners. And I think we're just we're going to have to wait. We're just going to find out next week to start with. So, exactly. I just, I, the the word consumer friendly and cyanogen have really never really gone hand in hand. 
if you're installing CyanGen, especially on like a newer phone, you're kind of, you know, accepting that you're going to get a bunch of jank and bugs, like Tim was talking about. I don't jank. know how they can like, I don't know how they can go out and sell that to normal people who have a perfectly working phone, i.e., it's got a, you know, TouchWiz or something on it, and say, okay, you're going to install this, and you might have to deal with some bugs for a little while, but eventually it'll get better. I just don't see how that'll work. For right. like a well, I think that's I think that's, I think that's where the OEM partnership comes in. Well, and I don't yeah, think they're going to be pushing out nightlies, you know, through this installer. It's going <laughs> to no, be, be but then like well, yeah, I mean, it's going to be stable builds only when they're you know they've really yeah. fixed up bugs and all that stuff. And I think I think for them, like if they did decide to go with which they said they're not, but you know, if they, I mean, just to kind of answer you a little bit, Eric, like if they did do it, like it's only for the people that have unlockable devices, so. Maybe I mean out of the people that are using it right now, maybe three, four million people, which is still like if you're charging fifteen, twenty bucks, that's good money to get. But you know, you're not hitting you're not hitting mainstream with their original intent anyway. And there's no like there's no way they're gonna be able to release that app on other like I just don't think they're gonna be able to release that app on like a Verizon phone. There's no way Verizon would be okay with that. They're gonna be banging down Google's door to make sure that's not allowed on the Play Store to run on you know, like that's just not gonna be okay. Yeah. It's a cool idea, they've just got a lot of work to do. Yeah, they do for sure. Right. Yeah, yeah. Just things like how are they gonna, how are they gonna support all those different devices? They only have seventeen yeah. full time guys. What about all the sort of fringe guys that, on their spare time, work on the LG right. Spectrum Two or something? I don't know. I'm just seeing a random yeah. phone. But and that's what about that's that how stuff? it's worked so far. It's just been guys like that want to make it work and that yeah. like doing that kind of stuff, which is great. Like, and that's good for an open source thing. It's different when you become a company, though. Yep. So I mean, over time, in theory, it'll become easier as the Android OEMs continue to slow down, except for Samsung and putting out devices. Like, that's going to become easier to support, I think. But it's still like that's a lot of work to do. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah. Yeah. Hopefully, we learn more soon because it's it's cool enough stuff that it's definitely grabbed our attention this morning and all day. So. Uh, let's talk quickly about Nexus Seven LTE and Verizon. So yesterday. His name's Jeff Jarvis, I think, right? He's on uh, a couple of big podcasts. But he tried to activate his Nexus 7 LTE on Verizon. He walked into a store and maybe even tried online and kept getting errors, and they wouldn't do it, and they told him it couldn't be activated because it's not supported by them. And Everyone made a big deal and started saying that Verizon's violating FCC regulations and, oh, my God, all this stuff. They made this big deal out of it. And it turns out Verizon has had it in their sort of certification process for weeks. Their certification process is just slow as hell, just like everything Verizon does. And they're working on it, and it'll be certified, and then they'll talk to Google, and it'll probably get added, and everything will be fine. But just wanted to uh, point that out. It's just a really grueling process. I mean, you have to give Verizon the benefit of the doubt on this one. If it takes time to get certified, then it takes time, man. If you want something to be running on America's most reliable network, then, hey, you better be a little patient. So That's a five dollar phrase right there. You just got some money from that. Sorry, yeah. I had, to take, dub, a, I had to take on another uh, little <laughs> partnership. <laughs> Gambling problems. Yeah, anyway. it was it was just one of those stories that ran way too wild on the internet because no one really knew what the hell was going on and because everyone loves just, a conspiracy. They do. That, that's it, and it's the internet, so it's like wildfire. 
And look, Verizon doesn't deserve a pass by any means. They do this kind of shady stuff all the time. Not that they're doing something shady right now, but in the past, they do stuff that that pisses us off all the time. And we question a lot of the stuff they do. This is just one of their ancient systems that take... They said it takes four to six weeks to certify a device, any device, in that it's the most rigorous in the industry, (laughs) which, in other words, means it's slow as shit. It's just like their software update process, just like anything they do, and so that's what's going on. AT&T just announced yesterday that their that the LTE Nexus 7 can be activated with them. So I bet if you tried to before, you probably would have gotten an error with AT&T too. So it's not people just need to chill. It's fine. It's fine. I know it there's works. all these well, know there's all works. these conspiracies because the Galaxy Nexus was such a failure. Everyone's like oh, Verizon no. and Google Come hate on. each other, and oh, Verizon's yeah. just trying to screw them over, and they will. Yeah, violate. Verizon doesn't want to take your money for the data. Like, come on, get out of here, people. Seriously, that's they how want they your make, money. Don't that's worry. how they make their money now is by <laughs> you adding on a ten dollar tablet to your already overpriced shared data plan. That's what they do. They're not yeah. going to just deny you because it's a Google product. It just doesn't no. work that way. So there, there, like there is that to, to consider, but the other side of that is like, it doesn't seem to happen to other OEMs. Like they get it figured out, you know. This is that's 100% true. It's just again, it goes back to Verizon's processes that we all know are the slowest. Right. In I feel the like it comes issue. down to CDMA because that's really the only thing that sets them apart from the other ones, except Sprint. But nobody cares about Sprint. So yeah, I was gonna like, say this stuff probably happens all the time on other carriers, but no one cares. Like, you know, maybe, yeah. but I mean, like, you know, like Google announced that device before. Is it like, it's not like they weren't talking to Verizon about it. Like, hey, we're going to have this device. Like, Or weren't they? That's or, what I'm saying. Uh, well, I, I've been saying. Maybe yeah, that's, that seems really dumb on Verizon's or on Google's part because they, like, <laughs> after the Nexus, they should have realized, oh, it takes, like, a thousand years to certify a tiny patch. Maybe we should yeah. give them a heads up about this. Like, yeah. Well, so you know, I would not not to mention that it's just that the 700 block is supposed to be wide open for anybody to put any apps in any yeah, devices. I, know, right? I don't know how this certification thing. C block makes any sense. <laughs> well, yeah. so well, so that's what I was gonna say. There's a couple things there. First of all, they may not have talked to Verizon that much about it. It's supposed to be open. You and you, I can throw. I've well, actually my Verizon SIM that I use for my phone is in my tablet right now. It works fine. So it works just like Google said it did. Verizon just doesn't hasn't certified it for yeah, themselves, right. so that means it's not in their systems. Yeah, so to that activate you, from to that activate. device. Exactly. So you can't like I went in there on their website, punched in my IMEI, and it said you can't do it. It's just because it's not in their systems yet, because they go through the certification process, which is entirely too damn slow. I, I wouldn't doubt it if Google announced the Nexus Seven and said this is going to work everywhere, including Verizon. And Verizon went, "Oh, really? Oh, well, you need to submit that to yeah. us now." And then by the time Google you did that, because it was say. July, yeah, it was July when when the Nexus Seven was announced, mm. and Verizon said they started certifying it in August, so it was only a couple weeks in between there, and they said it takes four to six weeks. I don't know. They already had the guy working on where to put the logos on the tablet, and they're like, no, no, this is for all carriers. There's only one. They're like, what? Yeah. we got to start it all over. Yeah, I I think we'll know what the real situation's like, maybe, if Google puts a separate listing in the Play Store that says... Nexus 7 with Verizon SIM because they have one now for AT&T and T-Mobile and there's one without a SIM. We'll see if they do it there, but it's just yeah, it was way it was an overblown deal yesterday. Everyone is freaking out, but that's what happens. We're the internet. We like to freak out a little bit. We love it. Yeah. Uh, let's see. Yesterday, I just wrote up a post about upgrading phones on Verizon. We can just make this quick, but uh, 
You can still upgrade your phone on Verizon to keep unlimited data. There's a few ways around it. Obviously, you can pay full retail price for it. That's the number one way, and that's the way we probably suggest you do it because then you get out of a contract. The other way is to steal upgrades from other lines that you don't mind not having unlimited data on. And Eric, didn't you just walk through this? Yeah, but unfortunately, I don't think it worked. <laughs> it didn't work. Because um, <laughs> I got a text message before the show started that said I've used up 75% of my allotted data for the month. Um, I think what the problem is, um, this uses the Moto X. Everybody, you can have a drink. Um, uses a micro SIM, whereas the Galaxy Nexus had a mini SIM, I guess. Uh-huh. So I had to use the micro SIM that came with it. No, that uses a nano SIM. Your other or a nano SIM. That's what it is. Nano and micro. Um, So even though I activate, I told Verizon to activate it on my on my line instead of my. We ordered the upgrade through my mother's line, and she, and when I ordered it, we told the website that they were she was going to be taking the two gigabyte thing Uh on hers. And then we activated the Moto X on my line, but it's still, I think it was attached to the SIM. Yeah, it so was. Well, double, feel like double check that, because I think, I think it sends a text to everybody if you have a family share plan. No, oh, we don't have a family share plan. That's the thing. Three. My line is the only one on tiered data. But, she, but if she's on, oh, just yours, everybody else has unlimited? Yeah, we tried to put the tiered data on hers, and uh, I would keep her unlimited. That's well, just, how... Just yeah, call them and have them switch it around. I mean, that's, I know. that's not going to work. So, yeah, you could tr- yeah, I would try to call them and say, this is what we were trying to do, and they might switch it back for you. And what? I was told by, like, three different Verizon reps that that's how I should do it. Well, yeah, just call like, them. Yeah, and, that's yeah, how we all do it in the store. I was like, okay. So uh, what, what you needed to do, which they probably didn't tell you, was you needed to activate the phone on her line first. Right. And, and then uh, once you activate okay. it on her line, then, then you switch it. Then you would have gone to Verizon, got your own SIM that's on your line, and put the, put it in the phone. That's how it should have yeah. worked. Yeah, that's how they got me. Yeah. So uh, I would just call them uh, and tell them what you wanted again. to do there. Say, this is what we were trying to do, <laughs> and hopefully they'll switch it. I don't know. Most of them it are. Should. Yeah, the customer service rep would probably hook it up for you, and they'll just send you a new SIM. Or you could just, well, I guess that SIM's active for you now. But I would call them and try to work that out. Yeah, we'll see. You should be able to but yeah, that. that's what we have to come to to keep our unlimited data. Yeah. That's how. So so we, note that like if you if you are trying to do it that way, like you got to activate it first and yeah, then can, remember yeah. that. Yeah. Which used to which used to not be a big deal when you just have three G, you just call it and activate it, and then you switch it and activate yeah. it. Like it wasn't a big deal, but right. now it, with Sims, it makes it a little bit more tricky. Yeah. So so like what I had to do because I ordered a Moto X for my wife, I ordered it, activated it on our feature phone line, because we keep one open, I don't know why, I think just for upgrades or something, and and so I had to activate it on that, and then I had to cancel the data plan attached to it, yeah. and then put her SIM in. It's a pain, but it's the only way to keep unlimited data if you want to get a subsidized phone. So. The only other thing to keep in mind, though, while you're doing that, so if you transfer an upgrade to a phone and then upgrade, the, the upgrade you transferred from extends that contract. So it doesn't just sign a new right. contract with like the feature phone, it actually does it on the unlimited line. So that keep that in mind too. Since we don't like contracts. But yeah. So uh yeah. Oh Google Wallet. You guys want to talk about Google Wallet for a minute? So Google yesterday, I think this was yesterday morning, announced that Google Wallet is now available for all Android phones, all carriers, as long as they're running Android 2.3 and above. And that is true. You can all now go install Google Wallet if you like. It's free. 
and you can add in all your loyalty cards and check all your transactions and you can send money to friends via email. You just can't pay with it unless you have one of their shortlisted approved devices. So we're still kind of in the same situation we were, but you can use loyalty programs and all that stuff, but if you want to actually pay with it, NFC, tap to pay, you know, still are limited there. But at least it's available. And Tim, you're kind of a big fan of it, right? I think it's gorgeous. I think it's beautiful. Like, I wish I had more loyalty programs to put in. Like, right now I just have all my flight stuff, like all the different airlines, but... Um, I might have to start shopping at Foot Locker, man, because like they got that nice looking one. Yeah, so I don't do. know. We'll see. Screw Foot Locker, though. I just shop online. <laughs> Screw so. Foot Locker. Yeah. No, no Foot Locker money, folks. No Foot Locker no, money. Sorry. So, yeah, so, but yeah, I think it's a great looking app. Performs well. Yeah, it's I tried nice adding app. my bank account the other day, and it hasn't gone through yet. Oh, it's a bummer, mm. bro. Hmm. Oh, so sometimes it takes a few business days. Yeah, that's I'm what wondering, you're referring to. I'm wondering if they're going to uh, release this on iOS now. They might as well. Obviously, the tap-to-pay stuff won't work, but all their other apps are there. Why not have a little compete with Passbook, something like that? This I feel called, like this is evolving Passbook. more yeah. into a Passbook-type application. I mean, all it needs yeah. now is... Uh, well, I don't know really what Passbook has, so I can't Passbook really Passbook is you can do, like... You can do things like your tickets. Starbucks card. You can do oh. tickets. You can do... Yeah. yeah. That's basically so, about it. So say like any online ticket I have, I can send a passbook and then display it through passbook yep. at the place. Yeah, see, that's what I think this is moving towards. I was telling Kellen, this has potential, at least, where whereas the mobile payment system did not, just because NFC is just not widely adopted as it should have been, thanks Apple. So I think this has it's potential. Well, come on, we all know it is. If the iPhone 5S... Would hey, have Android's NFC, the biggest operating system in the world. they got to have some pull. <laughs> no, man. No, that's not, that's not important realize. for this conversation. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> Google Wallet has potential. That's it. <laughs> yeah, I'm just glad that... Actually, it was, it was funny. We've gotten, for the last day, Tim and I have gotten a ton of emails from people going, I don't know if you guys saw this, but Google Wallet, you can install it now. This is the first time since I've had my phone. And they're all Verizon users. And they're all Verizon users. Since yeah. the beginning. Yeah. And it's like, yeah, you, you sure can. You just can't fully use Verizon it Verizon users without the rooted Galaxy Nexus who didn't already have it installed. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Yeah, pretty yeah, much. Seriously. Yeah. It's okay, guys. We don't hate you. It's a fun world we live in. It is. A fun, limited world. <laughs> so the other big app coming out, if you want to call it that, is BBM. It's official um, this weekend, September it's huge. 21st. Yeah, market. BBM for Android. And iOS the following day, I believe. This, this, this calls for a clap. There it is, right there. <laughs> I think it was just like, this is years in the making, folks. This yeah, is years in the making. And literally years. Yeah, we've been talking about this for quite a while. I don't know if it's been two years, but it's definitely been a year and some odd. So it's it's been a long and, time in the making. And absolutely no one cares, right? You know what? I, I think a few people out there care. I don't, I don't, I don't Samsung care, cares. So. I mean, they're partnering you wanna, with You want to exchange uh, BBM pins? <laughs> yeah, sure, BBM bro. Pins. Do it. What a disaster. Apparently Samsung South Africa cares because they're the only ones talking yeah. about it. No one else in the world stoked. cares. Samsung, that's really specific. South, yeah, South Africa. So, yeah, it's coming out. I'll probably install yeah. it. We'll go, hey, look, at this is how you use BBM, and then I'm probably going to uninstall it right afterwards. It. Yeah. 
I, I don't. Just, I don't just do way. just do a video of you installing it and then uninstalling it. I might have to, <laughs> or I might just do another cricket post and just put a cricket up. Um, I just don't see any reason to grab BBM and try to tell my friends to no. sign up on BBM. None of them. I can't even get most of them to use Hangouts. That's been difficult yeah, enough. Yeah, that, that is text the message. toughest yeah. thing ever, right there. So the last guys, thing they're gonna do is download BBM. this. Yeah, I've I've gotten a lot of people to start using Hangouts, but it's it's been different. Have you? I got one friend to do it, and we oh, stopped really? doing it. Yeah. I got I'm almost not, my I'm whole family out. using it. I told my family, "This is how you need to contact me." No, I'm not going to talk <laughs> to you if you don't have this. I definitely got a lot of Android people into it, but uh, all my iOS friends are like, they won't touch Hangouts because apparently yeah. it kills their battery or something. I mean, sure. uh, <laughs> what's up with that? For me, I got yeah, about seven like, people. Since when do we all care about our battery life? So whatever. <laughs> but apparently, yeah, apparently not whoever designed the iPhone 5s because its battery sucks. How do you um, know? I read a review, a non-tech. He has one. He mm, made it. I do not have one. There's apparently a shortage, according to I don't know. Oh, of course, there's a shortage. Sites. There's always a shortage. It's. I mean, that. God, never mind. I don't want to get into that right now. Supply and demand. What do you want to do? So, this is not supply and demand. This is the exact opposite. This is you're creating a demand. You're creating That's demand. This is fictional. This is a work of fiction. This is. This well, is ridiculous. Only real. Just Dang. like like Dang. selling on Nexus floors. Definitely not because they're only for me. Oh yeah, bro. Yeah. <laughs> That yeah exactly. All right. <laughs> I love no, how both see, of those. Com- I love that. how both of those companies went back and forth to blaming each other. Oh, it's LG's fault. No, it's Google's yeah. fault. Like that was a disaster. Yeah. That was a disaster. No, yeah. But let's all be glad that LG is doing another Nexus. <laughs> this one's maybe, gonna be maybe better. The, yeah, because <laughs> you can set it down on the table and it'll stay intact. I just want Google to finally get like a launch wait. down, like a launch of a device oh, and have it be happen. not crash or something like that would be great. The Nexus so. 7 was fine. Apparently either no one cared or they what, just... What, the new it. one? Yeah, the new one. Oh, uh, yeah, it's just no one cares. Yeah, everyone's still yeah. using their old one. Yeah, they are. Because they, they fixed the old one. They were, yeah, they were they sketchy it. about it, but then... Yeah. <laughs> they seriously should have waited to fix it until after the new one. <laughs> just kept it really <laughs> janky and then once the new one comes out. Just kept it all laggy and gross. Or just lied. Like, put out an update that was like a minor update but not 4.3. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So everybody thought they had the update and like, oh, this is yeah. still crap. What the heck? Can we get a new one. 4.2.9. Yeah. 4.2.9. <laughs> uh, <laughs> with just the one jank fix missing. Yeah. 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 All right, so... Yeah. So Moto X and Droid Max developer editions available today. Uh, we were told a month ago they were going to be available in days, and they're now out three or four weeks later. So they're six forty nine. There's a Verizon Moto X Dev Edition. Obviously, Droid Max is on Verizon, and there's a GSM Unlocked one that works on AT and T and T Mobile. So six forty nine. The thirty two gig Moto X on AT and T is currently five seventy nine. Mm-hmm. So premium, got to pay a premium if you want an unlockable bootloader. You guys have any feelings about that? I don't like how when you still buy the developer editions, their logo, the carrier logo, is still on the device. I'm not down with that. Just the all. Verizon one, yeah. Exactly. Sorry, that's what I meant. <laughs> the uh, Verizon logos on it. Yeah. So other than that, um, it seems like an okay price. I mean, I've been, uh, so. I've been trying, to, I've been justifying this phone's worth. For quite some time now, guys, and um, I think it's worth worth every penny. 
We're Does talking like an eighty or seventy dollar hike price hike just to have an unlockable bootloader. If that's what you want to do, then that's what you want to do. You pay the price. Like Cyanogemod, if you want it, if you want it, you pay the price. So it seems it seems right to me. I mean, come on now. What what are you expecting? I don't know. I was expecting five seventy nine, the same price it is thirty two gigs on AT and T, not six fifty. I just think that's crap. If you, it's just an unlockable bootloader. <laughs> Dude, it's, I don't it's, know what you're going to say. <laughs> you shouldn't have to pay a premium. Well, the, well, we don't know. I don't think the price of the GSM one yet because it's out of stock until a couple days. But I'm sure it's going to be the same. Six fifty. You could buy a Droid Max with you know double the battery for the same price. It's also six fifty. The Droid Max Dev Edition. Yeah. And it's kind of, it just it just pisses me off. I'm just not down with the dev editions again because I'm just so I'm so far out of the loop on the custom ROMs. I feel so out of touch. <clears throat> uh, we should we should just have a day where all you do is just install different custom ROMs. I've had plenty of days like that, Ron. I mean, no, I'm maybe. saying like it's time for you to get back get <laughs> back on the horse, man. Get back on the horse. Oh, get get some CM. Was what is it? Ten? Eleven? What are they on now? Yeah, it's yeah. still on ten. Really? Ten point two. Okay, that's what I got. All right. Um. Uh, there used to, like, if you wanted to stay up-to-date on Android, it was almost a necessity to root and ROM. Yeah. And, you yeah. know, like, if you picked up certain phones from an old HTC, and Samsung people will tell you this, like, there was no prospect of you ever seeing an update to Android HTC whatsoever. and Samsung? Try Motorola. Well, I mean... Yeah, Oof. they all had their times where it was like, if you, if, you don't, if you want an upgrade, don't get this phone. You know, it used to be a necessity, and now it's not. And it's a good thing that it's not, but you can still do it, you know? So I'm, I'm kind of in the same boat as Tim. I used to be rooting and ROMing all day, and I, can, I can't I can list off the amount of different ROMs I had on my Droid 2. Um, <laughs> yeah, that phone in particular. But, man. Oh, man, that thing. And each one of them was crap. They were all garbage. What? Like, Wrong. I mean, it was, it was partially Fusion. the droid. It was partially the droid 2's fault for being no. garbage. That, well, but, the uh, camera, sure, but I mean, come on, Fusion was amazing. Yeah, I went through Fusion. I was, I'm pretty sure I was there when they put out the first build of it. I was in class, yeah. like downloading it in the IRC. That's what I did too, in class. Yeah. And then I had, I had MUI, and I was, I had to, I had to restore while in the car driving down San Diego. <laughs> that was, that was fun. <laughs> Thought I wasn't gonna have I a just, phone. I think it's a day. good thing that we can keep our phone stock and still have, like, a decent upgrade schedule now. Like, it's not the fastest. And if you want the fastest, then go root. But, you know, yeah. it's not, like, years later. It's getting better. I think yeah. I, I think everyone's realizing, the carriers and the OEMs are realizing that people do want the newest version of Android available, or any operating system for that matter. So, I mean, give it to the people and um, in a timely Power manner, please. Yeah, exactly. Power to the people and all that. So, Can I just say that... It was. It's not five seventy nine for the thirty two gig. It's six twenty nine. <laughs> so you're only paying a twenty dollar premium. Oh, so totally justified. So wrong. <laughs> so wrong. Totally. Corrected by Moto X underscore says now it's six thirty, and he's right. And I would hope <laughs> that Moto like that is the Moto X. I mean, it's it has personified <laughs> itself, yeah. and now it's, it's talking 15. in our IRC chat. It's great. It's, it's alive. It's yeah, alive. Moto X has been alive in there for a while. 
Every time it's I join, he goes, he goes, hi, Kellen. Hi, Kellen. I'm like, hey, Moto X. And he's like, hey, thanks for saying hi. It's, just it's actually that, your Moto X. It's talking I thought to you. That I think it might be. You have to start by saying, okay, Google now, if you want him to reply to you. I thought that used to be uh, Bionic, but then he evolved into Moto X. I thought that's what happened. <laughs> Is Bionic still alive? Yeah. I haven't seen Bionic. You had to use the Thunderstone. I swear, I thought, I thought of Moto X was Bionic. But it could be Bionic. It might be, actually. I'd be happy with that because I don't want Bionic to leave. I know. Moto X. I, I kind of like the idea. <laughs> yeah, he just keeps morphing into new devices. <laughs> Physically. <Yep>. Physically, yeah. <laughs> and start. So let's move out of there. Tim, Tim, <laughs> did, you, uh, <laughs> Tim did you move, pick a couple of Q&A questions for us to answer? Yeah, yeah. This week we got um, our semi-monthly DL question and answer <laughs> session. And um, I pulled two out. On Friday, we're definitely going to go through and take like ten, you know, a good chunk of them and put them up on the site. But we took, we picked two today that the team is going to answer, and um, we'll start. We'll go uh, Kellen, Eric, Ron, and then myself. Um, the first question is: What non-Android tech are you looking forward to? Oof. I know it's a good one, right? I know you guys put us that on is a good spot. one. It's kind of kind of an easy non- question, though. <laughs> Non-Android tech, am I looking forward to? Well, this is. This, it always comes back to being Android related, because I was I just got an email from Doorbot. I don't know if did we talk about Doorbot on the site? So Doorbot's this, they partnered with Locatron, which is they were a couple of kick, they weren't Kickstarter, they were through one of those like third party Kickstarter kind of sites. And Doorbot is uh, it replaces your doorbell, but it has a camera on it. So when somebody comes and rings your doorbell, it like fires up a camera and it notifies you on your phone. You can talk to them from wherever. You can unlock your door and all that stuff. And I just got an email from them actually while we're on the sto- on the show. And that's one of those things I've been waiting for and it seems like it's been forever since I backed that. But I just like that in-home stuff is becoming connected home stuff. That's one of those things. I'll think all about right. it though. I'll, I'll try to come up with something non-Android related yeah. and see what it is. I think, I think that's not like... I think what they mean is like phones and tablets and that kind of thing. That's yeah. non-Android related enough. Yeah. You're going to use your Android phone, but it's not. It's not like an Android is running on it. Yeah. So I'd say I'd say that's one of the things on my list and waiting and yeah. I like it, Eric. What do you got for me? Oh, um, I'd probably say the Xbox One, but since that's kind of boring, um, the Oculus Rift is actually pretty Rift. interesting to me. Um, at first when I heard about it, I was like, well, this is just going to be stupid, but. Um, I've seen a couple tech demos on YouTube, and man, it looks really fun. Like, I don't know if I would want to play all my games like that, but I feel like it would be really fun to uh, put that on and play a few games every now and then. Like, one the other day I saw you play, um, so you put the things on, and it's first-person mode, and then you have, like, this long nose, and you're a dragon, and you fly around, and you get this first-person view of flying around and lighting this castle on fire and, like, dive-bombing and eating these uh, archers that are trying to shoot you. I, I'm like, all right, that's pretty cool. What, so, a, what a nerd. I know, right? <laughs> that's one of those things I want to put on my head, though, and just see what it looks yeah. like. Because everyone that has been able to, and it seems like it's not very many people that has put that thing on, they just go, oh, my God, this is awesome. I, it's I, like I, the Moto X. Yeah. I it's got like the Moto X. I, I played with one at GDC down not down in San Jose not too long ago, and uh-huh. it it looks cool. It just feels weird, you know. And yeah. like mine was like you know early build. It had duct tape on the front and stuff. Like it wasn't yeah. like the greatest thing ever. Yeah. But um, the experience. I mean, it looks cool. It's just awkward to like. It's just you know maybe you'll get used to it. But any, like anything else that you have to put on and it's different. You're like this is weird. But yeah, we'll see. 
That's a good one, Eric. I like that. Yeah. Good job. Ron? Uh... <laughs> Don't well, say the ne- don't say the next iPhone because I know it's not Android okay. related. But yeah, I won't say that. <laughs> um, I don't, you know, it, it's I don't have a lot on my radar right now, really. Um, I just don't. I mean, the big thing is I don't have I don't need anything new. So, you know, everything I have is working fine. If I want it, I've been th- I can't decide between PS4 and Xbox One, mostly because if I want to get any one of those, I'd have to buy a new TV anyway, and that's so that's turning into a giant purchase. <laughs> so. Um, so, yeah, I mean, I, I'm just kind of content with what I've got other than... How about obvious. a 3DS, though? Would you be interested in one of those? Not even a little bit. <laughs> the only reason I would be for the new Pokemon. That's the only reason why. I can't, no. I'm, I'm original 151. That's it. If there's any other Pokemon in there, I don't want to talk about it. <laughs> Too, <laughs> Too, many names. Too many names. Yeah, to keep I already memorized with, man. 151, man. Exactly. Like, I can't, oh, it's rough. Can't go past that. And I know I all you. their moves. They're yeah. up to, like, 700 Like, now. I've got... I have, a, I have like a section of my brain for all the Pokemon names, and then I have another section of my brain for all the Android phones. And I have another section of my okay. brain for all the Android ROMs. Okay, uh, so I just don't have room, you know. Since <laughs> we were talking about the original 151, in this new Pokemon, they're gonna have Mega Evolutions, oh, where God. Pokemon. Oh yeah, I heard about that. Yeah, uh, so Charizard, Blastoise, and uh, Venusaur are gonna be able to evolve and get like even more hyped. That's kind of cool. Okay, so who in the original game? Who'd you guys pick? Squirtle. Oh, it was Charmander all day. Charmander all day. Yeah. Okay, you guys both lost to me already. Water, oh, done. Nope, sorry. It doesn't, it doesn't matter, sorry. don't care. <laughs> it definitely does matter. You washed out, man. I just I just would never play you. I'd be like, whatever, cool. <laughs> I would never play you. <laughs> Problem solved. Oh, man, I, I forgot my link cable today. I can't find can't <laughs> oh, <no. laughs> link Um, All right, I'll finish it off. Since Eric said mine was already boring, I'm going to go for the Xbox One. I'm super stoked for that thing. I think it's going to be great. I I got a new TV, and I just can't wait to hook it up to it. The end. I think it's going to be dope. So, yeah. Yeah. We got a lot of uh, PS4 people in the chat. Fine. Whatever. (laughs) They don't know. I just... Connect is so far and ahead of whatever Sony is going to do that it's just like... And I know you're spending the extra. You're basically spending that extra hundred dollars on Connect. I just think that is something too cool to pass up. But Eric, it's gonna spy on you all the time. Yeah, I can't stand those people that are like, <laughs> it's taking pictures of me. Eh, what a, oh my god. That's kind of hot. Isn't that like some voyeur, <laughs> some voyeur stuff or something going on? Just think about it. Microsoft has tons of pictures of you completely nude playing Grand Theft Auto 5. Uh, Sitting on the couch nude playing GTA 5. Yeah. Or Call of Duty yelling at little kids and like yeah, just telling all the terrible things I'm going to do to them. Yep. Yeah, it's great. Wow, that was, that was I'm going to kill you! <laughs> all right, I'm going to move on to the next question. Um, Kellen, we're starting with you again. Do you ever think it's weird how obsessed we all are with something like cell phones? It's <laughs> a good question. Uh, I don't think it's weird because this is just what I do for a living, so I can like justify it as being a job. <laughs> but <laughs> no, um, no, guys, I get paid to talk about it. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, it's kind of actually, it's it's. I think it's become so weird that it drives me nuts that close friends and stuff like that don't adopt technology like I do. So when I talk about hangouts and how difficult it's been, like things like that drive me nuts. But that probably shows how weird it is that, and how obsessed I am with just cell phones and technology and stuff. So yeah, it probably is um, kind of weird. But 
I also, at the same time, when people see a new phone or something like that, they're always, they always think, that's really sweet. And you can see people getting excited about technology more and more, I think. But, yeah, we're definitely obsessed, and it is probably kind of weird. This is what we do all day is sit here talking about smartphones. So, I don't know. I feel like you said it's, it's how you make your living. I make some money off of writing. Um, I feel like we have to be. You know, if we didn't know everything we needed to know, then why would we be here? You know, I feel like if you if you guys sat around and listened to a bunch of sports people talk all day, <laughs> you know, everybody that works at ESPN, that's that's all they're gonna talk about. It's yeah. just, I guess it's more accepted because sports isn't like nerdy or whatever it is. Or maybe just because it's been around for a lot longer than smartphones. That's true. Yeah. So I don't see it as a problem. I mean, when I worked for GameStop, I I kind of fell into that like this level of obsession with games because I had to know. Like, if I was behind the counter and somebody needed to know the difference between an Xbox game and a PlayStation game, I had to be able to know that. So, I don't know. I don't see it as a problem. And if people see it as a problem that I have, then whatever. Katie's going to hate. That's They're awesome. not my real friends. You can, you can be obsessed <laughs> over a lot of worse things, yeah. Yeah, there, that's true. There's a lot worse things that we could be obsessed about. <laughs> And that's the standard. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Ron, do you think it's weird how obsessed we all are? Uh, I don't know. Yeah, yeah, it is. I mean, it is weird. Let's be honest. It's weird. Um, what? It's not. It's not normal. It's not normal. That's what weird not means. Normal. Okay. Cool. <laughs> you know. So I mean, I, there are, there are definitely times when like like I'll like my friends they'll all just joke with me about it because nobody none of my friends are like super phone nerds at least none of my like super close friends. So I mean, um. You know, it's just, it's something that I've always been interested in and something that I've, you know, nerded out on or whatever. Um, I do feel bad when, like, I'll look across the room and, like, I can I can identify, like, all the phones. Nope. Like, I don't, I don't yeah. think that's that's good. Like, that's not a good use of brain space. It's not healthy. Um, and, and, and so that's, like, like, I'll make a joke to, like, my wife or something and be like, hey, is it weird that I can, like, tell you everything about every one of those phones across the room? Is that yeah. weird yeah, and we've useless? we all had that moment. You like yeah. this? Do you like it when I talk about this? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> When's our anniversary? Okay. <laughs> so, you know, it's like, yeah, I mean, from that perspective, it's, I mean, it's certainly weird. I, I, I think everybody gets nerdy or geeky about something. It's just, it's not always technology. So, mm-hmm. and, like, it's becoming more mainstream to, you know, for that to happen. Like, today, obviously, Twitter is blowing up. Everybody's talking about, you know, when am I getting the iOS 7 update, like, mm-hmm. constantly. And somebody somebody just tweeted, when should I get the iOS 7? So, <laughs> <laughs> so I, like, I enjoy when that kind of thing happens, you know. So, uh, you know, so it's like, it's, but at the same time, like, there's, like, that balance, right, where it's, like, you don't want to get so into it to where, like, you're kind of ostracized from your friends because you're that nerdy. Right. So, like, you know, so it's, like, there's that, there's that weird balance where it's, like, you know, you can kind of, to some degree, you can have, like, your friends that are, like, into that, and you can talk about it and things like that, but, like, I, I really don't talk about it in public. Like, that's, like, I'm not, I'm not there. Like, that's, like, if you, that's what you're into, that's cool. Like, hang out with your friends talking about Android, and, like, like that's fine. That's what you're, you know, like, that's your thing. But, like, for me, it's more of, like, a hobby. That's what it's always been, and I like to keep it that way. I keep it over there. <laughs> yeah, nice. I think uh, the only weird aspect for me personally is that I was never really obsessed with technology in general when I was younger. I mean, this is sort of, like, a new thing for me. I was just always into, like, sports and girls. And then... <laughs> <laughs> Literally. Yeah, and then so... And so once I... <laughs> 
once I uh, I stopped doing sports so much, I had time to like kind of just sit back and hang out on the computer. And I was like, oh man, you know, like you know, phones are cool. So I got into phones, and then all of a sudden, Android just became this complete obsession. And it was way more than a hobby. Like I would have liked to be nice to myself. I would say this is just a hobby. But no, I was completely obsessed. So I think it was just weird how quickly it happened. But um, yeah, other than that, I think that's the only people who don't, you know, who meet me and definitely think I'm weird for being so into phones. But uh, more power to me, right? You know, I'm unique. I don't think that's how that works. I don't think you could have told a more stereotypical story for your little background there. I used to be into sports and girls, and then I started getting on the computer. But now I hate both. <laughs> but no, no, he only said I stopped doing sports, not... Not, not doing girls. No. Do you do, do sports? Is that what you're doing? Well, well, now I'm into women, so there's a big difference. Mm. Okay, all right. That's uh, acceptable. Huh. Come back. All right, we're gonna, awesome. we're gonna we're gonna be going into the absent games now. <laughs> I'm never yeah, I'm never gonna finish off the Q and A session ever again. So, so <laughs> absent, absent games. I just wanted to point out that I posted up another one of those icons in UCCW skin sort of post today. So if you haven't checked that out, do it's got got highlighted four different UCCW skins and at least three or four icon packs and a bunch of wallpapers and stuff. There's a bunch of good stuff out there. And if you see new stuff, new clocks, new widgets, new fonts, fonts, new icons, <laughs> new wallpapers, if you, see comic, if you see anything in Comic Sans, be sure to uh, submit that. But no, if you see new icon packs or any of that stuff, uh, send that to us. I'd be into an all Comic Sans theme. Yeah. I want one. Please send one. We'll feature it. <laughs> Please send us all the Comic Sans yeah. themes. All the Comic Sans stuff you can find. Uh, but I did want to highlight. <laughs> yeah, I did want to highlight one app though. It's called Today, and it's a calendar widget, and it's one of the cleanest, coolest calendar widgets ever. I completely replaced all of the Google Calendar widgets <laughs> on my phone with this thing. I think it probably costs like a dollar or something like that, but it shows all of your calendar happenings for today in sort of a white block and then everything else underneath that is sort of transparent. It shows colors. You can use all your Google calendars, whatever. Anyways. You went from you went from uh, last week or something, you did a, a, a uh, alarm app and now you're doing a calendar yeah, app. I, just I know. Think it's too funny. Two, two of the most boring <laughs> subjects ever, but... Yeah. Oh, my God. Oh. Like my my smartphone setup is the front page or the front home screen is all minimal, right? There's like a clock and a few icons, and then you swipe to the right, and there's calendar widget with yep. a Google search widget underneath it, and that's it. That's all I use. Yeah. That's it. But so. I mean, that's that's the sign of a true nerd is somebody who's looking for the the proper clock and calendar apps, <laughs> yeah. like. Well, he's a gentleman. All he's the time. a gentleman. He wants to yeah. be prompt, on time, to all of his man. I mean, that's, that's... I'm, I'm late to everything, despite Bro. my having like <laughs> a crazy calendar and clock. God, you got to be punctual. Uh, punctual. It's a sign of uh, just... Only respect. if you're in the girls, man. If you're not in the girls, it doesn't matter. You can be late uh, to everything. Okay. Okay, we're going to start that now. All right. Cool. That's, <laughs> that's the, the doing part of that. <laughs> yeah. I just it's do sports. Now. I do sports, guys. <laughs> Who else else has an app? Eric, you got something? Yeah, so part of my new Moto X drinking game. Um, (laughs) This Motorola Assist app that came with it I think is one of the most underrated parts of uh, the Moto X. comes pre-installed on your device. I think it's on the Droid line too. Uh 
It is, yeah. Um, basically, I mean, it's only got three settings now, but I feel like Motorola's probably going to put some more time into this because it's so awesome. Um, it knows when you're driving, when you're in a meeting, and when you're sleeping. You set a sleep schedule. Um, and then it goes off of your calendar for your meetings. And then it's basically like a built-in tasker app, and it'll do certain things you know, whenever it senses where you are. And it is very good at knowing when you're driving. I have no clue how it does it, but it knows very quickly. GPS, something. GPS? No, it's a GPS. Um, GPS. GPS. It's that eighth core, man. It's that eighth core. It senses how fast you're going. It'll read your text messages to you. It'll tell you who's calling. It'll, like, speak out, and it's pretty helpful. I'm not going to lie. The sleeping thing, you can, you know, it's pretty... Standard, you know, just set it to go to silent. But um, if somebody from your favorites calls you, it'll automatically ring. And if they call you twice, it'll ring as well. So I feel like this app was pretty underrated uh, on the new Motorola phones, and uh, I use it a lot. So it's like a slimmed down version of that Smart Actions they had for a few phones yeah. last year, because that became too confusing. That was more like Tasker, where you had to set up all these different parameters and stuff. And Moto Assist is just Check a box or two, and that's kind of what it does. They can add to it, I would, I would assume. But yeah, so far it's kind of bare bones. But I use it too. I use it for the, uh, the night stuff. So it just yeah. shuts my phone down completely at night, so I don't get notifications and all that stuff. So yeah, so yeah, little sister. Yeah, not much. that my phone really wakes me up in my sleep anyway, because I'm a pretty heavy sleeper. But now it definitely won't, because it yeah. doesn't turn on. Preach, mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Tim. You got an app or game or something? I got a game. I was super excited. I don't know if you read my post. You, I would hope that you could just like feel my excitement through the words that I had typed. Um, the game is called Dumb Ways to Die. Man, I've been wanting this game on Android for a long time. I mean, long time. But, um, maybe like a month or two. <laughs> Either way, I had some. I had some iOS friends. You know, that's all I have. I feel it's just iOS friends. And um, yeah, they're always just like Tim hanging out. Yeah, yeah, me and Ron hanging out. I'd love to see that, dude. Um, <laughs> Please video that so we can oh, put it on the site. We'll hang out it. So um, either way, <laughs> so I was playing Dumb Ways to Die on the iPhone. I was like, man, this is super sweet. So every time I play a cool game on an iPhone, I go straight to Google Play, and I'm like, please be there for Android. And um, no, it wasn't. So finally it came out, Dumb Ways to Die. So basically um, there's 15 different like puzzles and um, the, the name of the game is just not to die. So there's little puzzles, say if there's bees flying around, you just have to swat the bees, or you have to pull your guys back from getting hit by a train, or you have to spell something you know, quickly, and then once you get through a couple of the puzzles, it, it gets faster and faster, and by the time, I mean, it's just sometimes it's just too fast and you die. And um, the puzzles are actually really fun. The animations are great. If you're into like kind of like that morbid humor and you like to see little cartoony characters die, then this might be right up your alley. Um, it's free. There's a lot of ads, unfortunately, and I'm hoping that they kind of release a paid version. That way I don't have to deal with that. Um, other than that, it's free on Google Play. Dumb Ways to Die. I'll link it in the chat, and um, I hope you guys have fun with it, because I do. I think it's great. Were you aware that when you click the tweet this button that it still says, like, this is the iOS version? Oh, really? No, I, I, don't, I, I don't like to share my activity in games I'm just with saying. other people. They, uh, no, I they haven't, but no. <laughs> they didn't go through it very well. I, you can kind of tell that... Um, I think they just kind of wanted to get it out there. Because, like, okay, so for example, since the iPhone does not have on-screen buttons, of course, when you're in the oh, game, yeah. 
Yeah. Say, like, there's one where you have to swipe the screen really fast to get rid of some puke on the screen. You have to do the full thing. On the Moto X, there's on-screen buttons, so when you're swiping away, you accidentally open Google Now all the time. So, <laughs> like, the game doesn't, like, the, the creators didn't think, oh, wait, these guys might have on-screen keys, blah, blah, blah. There's a few things that need to be fixed for certain devices. Other than that, other than that, I mean, there's just a few things. So other, they could fix all that and then put a dollar, uh, a dollar price tag on it, and I'll be super happy. So, but two dollars. I'll, I'll email them. Oh, don't even think about it. No, that one dollar, <laughs> and uh, I'll email them, and we'll get some things taken care of. So that's it. Don't waste a day. Sweet. I yeah, should check it out. You said it's I free. can't. I can't believe you haven't already. I thought I told I you. I was like, you need to download this. <laughs> I was dealing with clock skins and icons for like 12 hours. And yeah, you were. And MCCW <laughs> takes about 12 hours to install one clock skin. Everybody knows that. Well, there's that. just a lot of crap out there, and you have to weed there's through. There's so much. There's a lot, yeah. Junk. Yeah. Some of it's good, though. Those posts take longer than reviews, I think, sometimes. It's ridiculous. <laughs> yeah, those Shouldn't, pictures were in do. there for like a couple days before. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I was like, oh. I yeah, I just had to go it. away and keep coming back <laughs> to it. Because I want to give people enough options in those, and... It's, yeah. it's tough. That's why I want people to submit stuff, so then it's easier help to us. just go through. Come on. So, you, so you don't have to do the work. <laughs> well, I, I sat looking through Google Plus communities and XDA threads and all this stuff, for, yeah. and my who, color who, screen. and Who doesn't like a good XDA thread? Yeah, really. I mean, you're, not, you're not living until you've gone through 11 pages yeah. of an XDA thread yeah. to try and figure out how to install something. Yeah. Oh, and man. then you like skip a couple pages because you're like, oh, you know. And you, maybe, you missed it. Yep, you missed you gotta it. go back. Yeah. 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 And it's just, thank you, that worked for me for 50 pages. No. Yeah, it's like quote the answer when you're in your thank you reply. Like, yeah. come on, people, it's easy. Quote. I'm tired. I'm tired of forums. That's one of the reasons I got out of that too. I'm just like, oh, forums are like a maze. You get lost in blah blah blah. Yeah. It's a pain in the butt. Snooze button. That's why we need Sanjay Mod to come off that app. Make it oh, easy. man, so we don't please have make to go it to easy a forum ever again. Yeah. Yeah. That'd be nice. That that should be their ad. Like never never have to go to a forum ever again. <laughs> that would <laughs> resonate with a lot of people. It would be an amazing that. day when we didn't have to say go to this thread to install CM. Uh, yeah, it's on page thirty-five. Yeah, dig through yeah. this. <laughs> All right, so what do you guys want to wrap up with? Well, I, somebody uh, wants to talk about GTA Five, but Eric said he doesn't want you spoiling any. We can talk so. about it. Just don't spoil any like plot points. That's all I'm saying. People be putting my real name in the chat. What up with that? Oh, <laughs> man, they're riding you out. Yeah, they are. All right. Yeah. Anyways, I wanted to. This is definitely not public information. <laughs> right. No, it better not be. Um, so secret. It's just so it's weird. It's just interesting. So it's either way, true. I wanted Sorry, to talk about too. Grand Theft Auto. Five just for like two minutes, just because I'm in, I'm in complete love with that game, and I know that I, there's a lot of people here who enjoy video games. Did it come out last night? Yesterday? Last yeah. night at twelve? Yeah. Okay. Or no, no, was it the day before? Yeah, it was the day before. Day before, right? Yeah. So it would have been Tuesday night. No, wait, Monday night at twelve. There we go. So Tuesday morning. Excuse me. I got it. I didn't even pre-order it. I went into GameStop the other day. I traded in a bunch of games, and I, I got it for five dollars. So I was super happy about that. I was expecting to have to still give like forty bucks. How many games did you trade in to get it down to five dollars? I had to trade in Black Ops too, but oh, it's okay. It's, it's okay. I hate yeah. that game. Yeah, Black Ops Two is terrible. So yeah, so I just got rid of that. They only gave yeah. me fifteen bucks for it, and it was like the special edition ten one, and I was like, Ooh. this is a ripoff. Well, yeah. <laughs> You don't get a uh, extra money for. You definitely money. you don't get premium dollar on your returns there or whatever, but that's fine. Um, 
We'll talk about that after the show. I tried giving them Red Faction 2 for the PlayStation 2, and they wouldn't take it. And I was like, what is this? (laughs) They refused (laughs) it. Yeah, Yeah, it gets to a point where if you scan it into the system, they're like, it'll take us more money to sell this than we will make. Exactly. And then so she was like, I could discard this for you. And I was like, you mean throw it away? And and I was like, I'll just use it as a coaster or something like that. I've done that before. I love that game. Anyways, (laughs) sentimental value. And uh, so Grand Theft Auto V, Kellen, I know I, I told you, I was like, Grand Theft Auto looks great, and you were like, meh, like you're not a big Grand Theft Auto guy. I, I never like, played any of them, no. Really? Ever? Wait, really? Like, not, not even the old ones? Like, for ten minutes, I just, I, they didn't do anything for me. Oh, wow. I played, really? No, I played first-person shooters a lot, and I played sports Jerry games Rich. a lot, and that was kind of what I yeah, did. Yeah, yeah, but this was back, like, PlayStation 1 days, man. Like, first-person shooters weren't legit. I, no, I didn't. I really didn't. That's all right. I respect no, no. it. No, I'm, I'm just, I'm just surprised. By it. I, you know, I didn't I play GTA before four. So you didn't play GTA before four. You didn't do Vice City or three I have, or I San didn't Andreas have an Xbox or, or one or two. I mean, one or two don't count because I don't like that whole overworld thing. I, I, like I played, it. I played GTA two, I think, on the yeah. Game Boy. But that, I mean, that I don't count that. I mean, it is the original, but it's not. Like, it's not the same. Yeah. That's crazy, man. Yeah, so... Anyway, back to five. Back to five. The game is amazing. <laughs> if you played if you played San Andreas, I mean, the map in five is just ridiculous. They say it's like um, like three of the GTAs combined is one GTA five. It's ridiculously huge, and there's so much to do. The world is alive. All the reviews I've read so far are, like, spot on. Like, it's very, it's very good. The game is beautiful. And I just love playing it. Like, you get so immersed into the story and just all that. I think it's great. This is the best Grand Theft Auto I've ever played. So I'm really excited about it. So, um, it's Eric, made $880 oh. million already. Is that it? Profit. No. I thought for it's sure it'd be like 24 hours. Billion. That's pretty good to make it 24 <laughs> hours. Yeah, it seems legit. So I thought I read cool. something today that said it was the most expensive game yeah. I ever yeah, made. Yeah, it's the most. It's, it costs more than me. most uh, Hollywood movies to make. And they've already made their money back, and it's on its way to being like the number one entertainment release ever. The, the game has a better story than most Hollywood movies, anyways. <laughs> so like, like these little computer characters have way more feeling and emotion than some of these top paid actors portray or give out, you know? Like, so it, it's cool. Way more, like, yeah. So I think it's really if you're into that stuff, then and if you haven't picked it up already, then you should do so. Kellen, I think this game could get you into the series. Tim, how much how much time. hood stuff are we gonna get into when the online goes live in October? Hood stuff. Hood yeah, stuff. What do you just, mean hood stuff? Just run around being hood. Oh, rats. you mean <laughs> you mean hood stuff? <laughs> yeah. Come on, man. We're going to the hood. He hasn't he hasn't been he hasn't been Snapchatting you up about doing hood stuff. All no, so like I remember when I was back in the day when Vice City came out, I had just beat Vice City, you know. So you think you're like a little gangster or something. Yeah. You think you're so bad. <laughs> I would ride around my neighborhood on a bike, just thinking I was so bad. A you have a car like, Yeah, I was like I own the block, <laughs> and it was just so ridiculous. That game, like, kind of it empowers you, like. And did it, you it, have it, pegs? I did not have. Oh, pegs! Yeah, I had pegs. Yeah, oh man. Did. It was a uh, it was a horror Dave Mira. It was kind of cool. No big yeah, man. Pe- pegs in a cardinal wheel, man. They're sad. <laughs> yeah. So it was a great time. I just I, the games they're great. So if you haven't if you've been thinking about picking it up, you should do so and trade in some games. Maybe you'll get it for five bucks like I did. Uh, 
I I stopped trading in games after I started working at GameStop because I realized yeah. uh Yeah, but who cares? I, I realized it was like, wait a minute, I'm never going to play these games ever again. It's true. Screw if it. you're not gonna if you're not gonna play them, then trading in's fine. But I like to have I have a little library for myself now. Yeah. So, but that's just me. Yep. I, so, we could do a whole other podcast about me working on the other side of the GameStop counter. Trust me. That's going to be the Tato <laughs> Show. You should save that for the Tato Show. That's, true. that's pretty amazing. Yeah, just the Tato, pretty Tato Show. Tato Show. Yeah. Title on the other side of the counter. <laughs> These are the days of our lives. <laughs> Alright, well, any uh, last the, party? These are the days by 10,000 Maniacs. Yeah, no, I got nothing, Kellen. Thanks for letting me go on about Grand Theft Auto. Oh. Um... No other last parting words, anyone, before we wrap it up? I need a burger. It's cheeseburger day, and I'm it's, burning it's daylight. Burning daylight. daylight yeah. There is no yeah. more daylight, yeah. Eric's got I don't want to hear it. it's 42, 48 minutes. So, <laughs> there I don't want to hear you complaining about no more daylight. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, East Coaster. All right, yeah. sweet. Well, let's, uh, let's wrap up. I think we'll maybe be back next week. I'm not really sure. I should know we'll that. Start. We'll see. Maybe. We'll try. Anyways, it's two weeks in a row. Give us some credit for that. Good It was like, let's cut it. I need to go roll around on my bike in the hood. Yeah. <laughs> I can, need to go do some hood stuff. Hood stuff with Eric? What Eric, hop on my pegs. Let's do this. Yeah. Oh, man. Back pegs. Riding on the back. Yeah. Yeah. All right, cool. Well, it's <laughs> front, front pegs, man. Front pegs. This is going to go downhill quickly. We're just going to cut. Thanks for joining us. Red Life episode 36 in the books. Deuces. Adios.